Good afternoon or good evening. I hope uh, that you had a fantastic day or I hope your day ahead is going to be fantastic depending where you are in this lovely world. Today I'm going to be talking about this very popular documentary that you can find on Netflix. The title is American Murder, The Family Next Door. I'm gonna give a lot of specific details of this case, so if you would rather watch the documentary first and then come back to this podcast, please go ahead and stop listening to this podcast now. If you have watched the documentary and you would like to see my opinion of this case, then keep listening. And if you haven't watched the documentary but you are still intrigued by the case, then please keep listening. It's interesting. I'm gonna give the details so that you are not gonna get lost in between. And then later on, if you want to see the whole documentary, is on Netflix for you to watch. As a disclaimer, I'm not a psychologist and I don't intend to be. I will be giving my opinion of this case and all people involved, but I have to say I'm not a psychologist. First, I'm gonna give you a small introduction of this case. The Watts family murders occurred in Frederick, Colorado during the early morning hours of August 13th in 2018. Missing person posters were showing the faces of pregnant Shannon Watts and her two daughters, four-year-old Bella and three-year-old Celeste. At first, Shannon's husband, Chris Watts, appeared turned up over their disappearance and literally begged for their return. But two days after, he was arrested in connection with their deaths. This is certainly a story that teaches us how appearances can be deceitful and that you should not believe what you see on social media. section I'm gonna be talking about interesting facts in a chronological order before their disappearance so that you can understand a bit more what was going on before all happened. I usually tend to give you some theories or some interesting facts of the case so that you can understand a little bit more what happened before that and who was involved during this period. Shannon and Chris seemed to have a perfect marriage. She would post videos on Facebook and show images of her daughters and Chris in the background while she would talk sometimes about random things. Over summertime, Shannon noticed that Chris was growing distant and tried to understand what she would do about it. Chris had been secretly dating a colleague while he was admitting to Nicole Kessinger that he was separating Shannon, she would be posting a tribute to her husband on Facebook, saying exactly, Chris, we are so incredibly 
blessed to have you. You do so much every day for us and take such great care of us. You are the reason I was brave enough to agree to number three. By the end of June 2018, Shannon took Bella and Celeste to North Carolina for a five-week vacation while Chris stays home. It seems a few days after, uh, he invited Kessinger in as she admitted. On July 10th, signs of disconnection begin to show in their marriage when Shannon is trying to get hold of Chris while he acts like nothing is happening, just issues at work, he says. But he seems to be extremely considerate and lets her know that he loves her so much, which it's a big, big contradiction. From one end, he is not really calling her or checking on her and their kids, but when she's asking him about it, he's then saying that he loves her so much and it's just he has a lot going on at work. Four days after, Shannon still cannot get hold of Chris, who seems to be busy on a date with Kessinger to a car museum. The affair continues and on July 13th, Chris sends a love letter to Kessinger before leaving town to join Shannon for a week. Another important fact to highlight is that Shannon was having a bad relationship with Chris's parents. Uh, after a conflict in between, his parents exposed their daughter Celeste to nuts, which she was allergic to. She sent a message to Christopher asking him to stand up for her. It also appears that while uh, Christopher is away, um, Kessinger is searching for wedding dresses on the internet, according to a review of her cell phone data. On August 7th, Shannon opens up about her problems with Chris, with her friend, through messages, as she notices that he is uh, becoming cold to her, and so she decides to cancel the baby's gender reveal party. Two days after, Shannon leaves for a business trip to Arizona, and on August 11th, Chris hires a babysitter saying he's going to a Colorado Rockies game with his colleagues, but the reality is that he is having a date with Kessinger to a sports bar. The end of this case is that in August 13th at 1.48 a.m. Shannon returns home from her business trip. Uh, Chris is then arrested in connection to their disappearance two days after. After the investigators spent a few hours asking him questions, they request him to go through a lie detector, which he then fails. 
Chris afterwards confessed killing Shannon uh, strangula for strangulation after they had sex and she accused him of cheating on her. Uh, he confirmed that he had a rage towards her and uh, Bella woke up and asked what was wrong with her mommy. Then he grabbed her body and dragged it out to his truck. Both girls sat on the bench seat of his truck as he drove out to an oil site where he was to dump Shannon's body. Then he smothered his daughters and dropped their bodies into two separate oil tanks. Until his November 2018 trial, Chris had maintained that Shannon killed their daughters. Afterwards, when he dropped all the bodies, he looked up the lyrics to a Metallica song called Battery, Cannot Kill the Family. It appears that Kessinger liked it and had asked him what it meant. successful investigation, Chris Watts pleaded guilty to all nine counts against him in November 6th of 2018. Five counts of first-degree murder, two additional murder charges were added because the children were under the ages of 12. He also pleaded guilty to three counts of tampering uh, with a deceased human body and one count of unlawful termination of a pregnancy. He is currently serving a sentence to three consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. And on another note, Watt's parents, Ronnie and Cindy, believed their son was innocent and repeatedly urged Chris not to confess to something he did not do. Um, Cindy's uh, note to his uh, son on trial said, I have always loved you and I still do. We love you and forgive you, son. What is my opinion of Chris Watts? What do I think about him? What do I think about his personality? Uh, well, first of all, I think Chris Watts is a psychopath and he's also a vulnerable narcissist. He seems to be an introvert who is driven by passionate relationships. Uh, who is also attracted to women with strong personalities. For instance, when Shannon was recording the videos of her with Chris Watts and their daughters, from one end you can see her portraying this perfect family, which I don't think it was intentionally. You can clearly see a strong woman that knows what she wants. But then you see Chris Watts, who does not seem to be very happy to being recorded. I believe his actions were certainly triggered uh, by him meeting Kessinger. Uh, however, in normal circumstances, people don't go around killing their family 
right? Just because they have stopped loving them or they have stopped having any interest. And so the normal way to move forward would be him divorcing Shannon, which it was not the case, unfortunately. I believe his psychopathy kicked off when his emotions were triggered by his affair with Kessinger. Then the interview the investigators carried out while he was in jail, it's very much intriguing. However, uh, what Chris Watts says does not seem to be honest to me. To me, his emotions are absent. Um, I think he has learned to put a mask and show to the world that he is another of us with empathy and with emotions. But I can see while he can talk about his sadness, he is also unable to actually feel it. I think he understands what society sees as wrong, but his inner world is completely different. He cannot feel it. He just understands it. I can also perceive that the relationship with his mom is quite odd. Uh, she seems to be a domineering woman who showed no sadness for the loss of Shannon, Sissy and Bella, but only felt sad that her son was caught and he was going to be in jail. That could possibly explain that Chris Watts was raised in a narcissistic environment. But at this point, it is very unclear to me whether if his psychopathy and narcissism is in his genes, and therefore the environment might have had not influence in his psyche. Generally speaking, a psychopath will have a superficial charm which I will link it to him meeting Kessinger, uh, will have poor judgment. I think I don't have much to explain here. Uh, will have incapacity for love. I don't think I can explain much in here. Although my opinion is that he can be passionate possibly. And maybe he loves in his own way, but Per se, the understanding of love with empathy and in a healthy relationship, definitely a psychopath is incapable to, to feel it in this way. A psychopath also will be manipulative and I would link it to his contradictory messages to Shannon while he was starting his affair with uh, Kessinger. He sends these messages while he can see that Shannon is interpreting his behavior and possibly she's understanding that he is being colder than usual, that he's detaching of the relationship. Instead of him acknowledging it, he is actually manipulating her into believing that he loves her, that nothing had changed and the only issues that he has are all around and about his job. Psychopaths also have poor self-control, which in this case, I think I don't have to explain anything else. 
they also act impulsively, which I would I would say is, is very similar to having poor self-control. Regularly engage in lies. So definitely, again, he, he lied to Shannon in different levels, in an emotional level, and also about what he was doing while she was away. They also lack of remorse, and that's it's something is so important to to really describe a psychopath because they lack of remorse, they lack of empathy. So he doesn't feel bad about having had killed his family. He doesn't feel anything about it. He understands that society will judge him and then therefore he can put a mask and show to the world that he's sorry about that and he doesn't know how he will continue living in that way. Like when he says in the interview that he's going to, he wanted to kill himself. That is just a lie, first of all. And secondly, he, he doesn't feel any remorse. He, one of the things that he shows the most is that he's actually caring more about Kessinger than, than his own family that he just killed. He, he doesn't seem to show any feelings in regards his life with Shannon and their kids. So are all of these traits describing Chris Watts in your opinion? Guys, I'm gonna leave you with the quote for this episode. Don't forget I'm uploading an episode every Sunday and I hope that you have very beautiful week. The whole thing becomes like this evil enchantment from a fairy tale, but you're made to believe the spell can never be broken. Jess Scott